Okay, yo, what the hell is up? Hey, Chuck. What's up? What's going on, man? Not much, honestly. I'm enjoying quite a fantastic week for fantasy hockey. Oh, yeah? Unfortunately, just witnessed the Leafs lose 5-2 to the Buffalo Sabres in the Heritage Classic. Another disappointing loss, but other than that, I'm doing, I'm doing all right. How about yourself, Kyle? Well, if you're doing all right, I must be on, on the moon because I'm beating you 9 nothing in our Keeper League. Oh, God. I actually haven't looked, at, I haven't looked at the Keeper League much this week. I just started, <laughs> started my roster and uh, went away with it. Yeah, I, I kind of thought that. I noticed I was streaming a bit more uh, starts. Yeah. But you ended up having more for the week. It's not that close, though. I just think I got lucky with a few rules. We talked about that caddy. Patty Kane six spot earlier in the week and stuff, so yeah, definitely an impact. So yeah, Patty Kane with what a six point night, five assists or something stupid. Yeah, yeah, you, you, you can't be upset with that. I streamed Robert Thomas earlier this week. I, I, last night, I guess Saturday, two goals, two assists. Beautiful. Yeah, that's probably the, that that is truly a beautiful moment. Yeah, honestly, it's it's weird for the first i don't know 19 weeks of uh the season we probably wouldn't have been recommending many arizona streamers for anybody right right but you know the last couple of weeks uh the arizona coyotes have been putting in five plus goals a night it's just yeah it's kind of hard to analyze but they've been doing well so there's some streaming opportunity there for sure yeah i don't really know what was like the turning tide i don't even think it's like fully turned Kind of the Nick, same story with Montreal, you know? Yeah, Nick Ritchie, right, yeah. They changed the whole whole roster. Yeah, I picked up Ghosty Bear in a couple leagues this weekend. Uh, like, no complaints. I didn't notice if it was good or bad, which is probably fine. Yeah. You know who I've noticed has been going off recently? Who's that? Charlie Coyle. He did, He has a couple, of, a couple of points last night, right? Yeah, recently. In the past week charlie coyle is ranked 69th out of all players in the last two weeks he's ranked 112 in the last month 127 so certainly wow. outperforming his season rank of 277 maybe some value there folks only nine percent rostered charlie coyle I believe he's on that second line i'm not entirely sure i know eric Halla is currently centering that second line so charlie coyle could be uh, could be on all the right. third line with hall and pasternak on either wing I'm going to check right now. But yeah, I just like, it's one of those random things I just kind of noticed. Damn, why is Charlie Coyle getting all these goals? Like, as someone that holds Bergeron a couple leagues and Marshawn, I just keep an eye on the Bruins, the right? Yeah, 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 the games. Yeah. And then, I'm like, dude, Charlie Coyle's getting all the points. Yeah, he's playing on the third line with Craig Smith and Trent Frederick, so I don't really understand. Mm -hmm. Second power play. Yeah, take a look at him. All right, so we're doing the stream strategy today, right? That is correct. All right, the stream strategy is designed to help you find maximum value in the upcoming NHL schedule so that you can win your fantasy hockey matchup. For, NH for fantasy hockey, streaming means picking up players for a short period of time to maximize the amount of starts that you get in the week. Yeah. So, Charlie has put together a fantastic info sheet with some of the best info I've ever seen in my life. You can look at it on Reddit 
r slash fantasy hockey schedule for this week thursday saturday and sunday are your on nights that means they are busy and more than half of the teams in the league are playing that's tuesday thursday saturday sunday tuesday thursday saturday sunday is actually an off night that was a little typo that i just noticed as we begin to record i mean it is still six games so it's still fairly busy still fairly busy thanks for calling it out off nights we got monday wednesday friday and yeah sunday with that six games it could go either way good schedules arizona's got four games boston's got three calgary three Devils have three, Senators four, Tampa two games. One of them's an off night. Personally, I like Arizona schedule the best four games, two off nights. Second yeah. best, I probably would go with, I mean, the Bruins and the Flames both have three games, two off nights, and it seems like it's a pretty similar schedule. So yeah, good, good looking at either of them. Yeah, and for these teams, we're really just aiming for the early week. So the Monday to Wednesday is when uh, these teams have a good schedule. You know, most of the teams for this week do not have a good schedule for Monday to Wednesday, but they do have uh, more games played as we get towards the weekend. Um, bad schedules. Most teams do not have schedules that are favorable at all. So besides what we said, everyone yeah. else sucks. Yeah, that's pretty much it. As always, all of our information is sourced from Yahoo Fantasy Public Leagues. That's where we get our rankings. We get our scheduling stuff from The Score as well as DailyFaceOff.com. Yep. as well as the lines from dailyfaceoff.com. We report it as we got it. So if something has changed, uh, you know, <laughs> lines are intensely volatile and will switch up without notice. For sure. In between games, during games, from practice to a game. So, yeah, things are about to change. But, Charlie, can you bring us to the streamers? We're starting with the Arizona Coyotes. Yeah, starting off with Arizona, we got to talk about Clayton Keller. He's got first forward line, first power play units, and first PK unit deployment. Season ranking of 96 with only 56% rostered is just kind of unreal to me. He's got great deployment. He's been playing great as of recently. He's also alongside Nick Schmaltz, who's again on that first forward line, first power play unit. No PK for Schmaltz. Season ranking of 279, rostered in 41% of leagues. Schmaltz recently set a record for the most points recorded by an Arizona Coyotes player in a single night. So I would be definitely looking at Nick Schmaltz as a streamer for this week. I also like Travis Boyd. He's on that first forward line, second power play units, and first PK unit. He's got a season ranking of 419, rostered in 1% of leagues. Yeah, I'm not really too big of a fan of any of these guys but i would just take a flyer on them if it makes sense with my schedule that's that's about as optimistic as i can be with them how about the boston bruins jake debrusque still on that first line he's got second power play unit deployment no pk time but he does have a season ranking of 331 and is only rostered in 15 percent of leagues as long as he's up on that first line with bergeron marchand i don't think you can go wrong with streaming jake debrusque also, Eric Halla, as I was saying, is on that second forward line, second power play unit, no PK time. He's got a season ranking of 258, rostered in 7% of leagues. Matt Greslick, second defensive line, second power play unit, no PK time, rostered in 19% of leagues with a season ranking of 360. And I actually don't have Charlie Coyle on my list here, but as you were saying, Calvin, he's been getting a lot of points. He's been doing well for the last month or so, and only rostered at 9% is a lot of value. Yeah. Charlie, I picked up Ryan Pollock 
just from free agency, I guess he was injured, and he right. was like coming off. So his season rank is five hundred twenty-three. New York Islanders defenseman Ryan Pollock. Yep. In the last week, he's ranked thirty-one in the Good Fantasy Hockey League. In really? the last two weeks, he's ranked twenty-five. In the last month, he's ranked seventy-two. What is he getting? A lot of hits and blocks. In the last month to be ranked 72, he has one goal, seven assists. He's minus one, one power play point, one shorthanded point. So that that is a big yeah. one for yeah. the good fantasy hockey league because those are yeah. rare. One shorthanded point. He's got 29 shots on goal, 20 hits, and 38 blocks. Jeez. That, yeah, that's the value right there for, uh, for Ryan Pollock. Yeah, I just kind of – I don't even really know why I picked him up or how I got there, but pretty popping him down. Yeah. I think that's a great. I think that's a great stream, actually. Actually, you could probably I think I had that him. spot open after I shipped out uh, Theodore to you. Right, and that has not gone well for me so far. He's got like no points, minus five, with a few a few peripherals over the last three games. Yeah, and Jacob Verana, who I got in return, yeah, has three goals in two games. I was I was iffy about that trade, but. Including two power. If yeah. I were you, I would have taken it as well, man. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'm. I'm not looking back on it being too upset. Not like uh, dropping Jacob Truba in the good fantasy hockey league after week one. That was. Yeah. That's embarrassing. All right, let's move over to the Calgary Flames. Looking at the Calgary Flames, I have their entire second line on my recommendation for streamers this week. That's going to be Blake Coleman, Mikhail Backlund, Trevor Lewis. They have no PP time, no power play time, that is, and they're all on the second PK unit. Backland has a season ranking of 212, rostered in 18% of leagues. Blake Coleman has a season ranking of 107, rostered in 36% of leagues. Trevor Lewis has a season ranking of 378, rostered in 0% of leagues. And finally, from the Calgary Flames, I like the look of Noah Hannafin. He's playing on their first defensive line, second power play unit, and second PK unit as well. He's got a season ranking of 230, rostered in 22% of leagues. Yeah, I'll be honest. I don't really fuck with any of these guys besides yeah. maybe Blake Coleman. How about the New Jersey Devils? Yeager Sharangovich. He's on their first forward line, second power play unit, and second PK unit. Fuck yeah. I also like Dawson Mercer. He's on the first forward line, second power play unit, no PK time. So I okay. like that they're giving him more of an offensive role. And Damon Severson, Our first boy defensive Damon line. Severson. Yeah, first defensive line, first power play unit, first PK unit. I hope to see him on the Leafs at uh, the trade deadline, but we'll see We'll see what they decide to do there. Nah, I don't want him at all. Charlie, what was the guy from Washington that had the craziest name? We were like, congratulations to that guy for making it. Oh my gosh. Uh... Joe... Snively. Joe Snively, that's it. Shouts out that guy. <clears throat> yeah. That's that's gotta be tricky making it with a name like that, but good for you, Joe. Yeah. Okay. If, Ottawa if Senators. Listen. The Ottawa Senators got three off nights Monday, Tuesday or Monday, Wednesday, Friday, so I'm liking the look of Connor Brown. Season ranking yeah. of three seventy five, rostered in eleven percent of leagues on that first forward line, second power play units, and no PK time. I'm more favorable for Connor Brown because I'm also a holder of Norris and Kachuk, so the three of them together would probably benefit me. Tim Stutzla, second forward line, first power play unit, no PK time. He's got a season ranking of 199, rostered in 36% of leagues. 
Then Alex Formanton, second forward line, second power play unit, no PK time, rostered in only 2% of leagues with a season ranking of 344. Cool. I like Love, of course. Yeah. I think it's weird that Connor Brown isn't playing on the PK. He's been having a bit of a rough year, so I, I think yeah. that, yeah, they're just kind of, they don't want to overplay him. Uh, especially if he's going to be on that first line. I think they just they want to get some more points out of him, try yeah. to get some offense instead. Fun fact for the listeners, Connor Brown grew up literally two minutes away from our house, from wow. our childhood home. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Very cool. Used to play golf at the course we used to work at. That's right. No, don't frame it like that. We'll say he used to play golf at the course that we used to play at. Right, right. Because we did play at the course. We did play at the course, yeah. It's a beautiful, beautiful golf course. <clears throat> okay, how about the Tampa Bay Lightning? So the Tampa Bay Lightning only have one game from Monday to Wednesday. It's on Wednesday nights, but they are playing the Seattle Kraken, so I think it's a very favorable matchup. I like mm-hmm. the look of Anthony Sorelli, second forward line, no power play units, and first PK unit. Season ranking of 201, rostered in 30% of leagues. You're looking at some hits and uh, blocks, you know, the defensive peripherals, as well as the regular points from Sorelli. Corey Perry, season ranking of 236, rostered in 8% of leagues. He's on their third forward line, second power play unit with no PK time. And Ryan McDonough, season ranking of 365, rostered in 14% of leagues, second forward line, no power play time, and first PK unit. That's going to be it from Tampa, though. Man, it's uh, I'm looking at this bottom six for Tampa Bay Lightning and this is definitely yep. the weakest we've seen this team in I agree. four years, five years maybe. I agree. No, maybe not that long, but at least three years. I mean Corey Perry and Patrick Patrick Maroon was your resident fourth liner. Yeah. The past couple of years and now he's your resident third and you know, you've got Kalorn on this second line instead of the third line. Gord. Yeah. Sorelli on the second line instead of the third and yeah yeah they'll have to know, they'll have to play really good in the playoffs man yeah, not saying like, like you never would have to do that but yeah like Ross Colton has been good for them but he's no Goudreau or Coleman or something like that you know he's definitely nah. no no Yanni Gord nah yeah those are the streamers for the Monday to Wednesday part of this week though as I as we were saying it's a very light light start to the week yeah, what's your stream strategy, dude? My stream strategy, I'm going to be looking at the Ottawa Senators because they've got Monday, Wednesday, and also Friday night. So you get three stars for one pickup. I like the look of Connor Brown, as I was saying, because I'm a holder of both Norris and Kachuk. I'm also going to take a look at Tim Stutzla, see if I can maybe fit him into my lineup. Otherwise, I'm going to be taking a look at the New Jersey Devils, Dawson Mercer, has been an unbelievable streamer this year. And if he's on that first line with Hughes, uh, I think it's a no-brainer to pick him up. So I'm going to be looking for Mercer and Connor Brown, mainly for this week. Damn, I've pretty much got the same, but I haven't really streamed Sharon Govich too much this year, and I bet you he has more availability than Mercer. Yeah. So I will maybe try and have some fun with that. I think I've mentioned this a few times. Like I'm at the point in the season where I've like mathematically solidified a playoff spot so i can just have some fun and kind of play around with some other combinations of things and yeah as you said mercer is definitely a reliable streamer but haven't really got to test out sharon govich too much so maybe i'll get lucky 
Yeah, cool. that's not a bad like idea. That. I also don't hate Nick Schmaltz for this week, but uh, like he's just had two absolutely unreal games. I'm not expecting him to keep that production at all. But uh, yeah. if he's still hot, you know, maybe you could get another three point, two point nine out of him, something like that. It's it's just a big if. The way I feel about that, I feel like that'd be buying the stock when it's high. You know, it's like yeah, you just heard like your buddy just told you, oh, the stock went up twenty percent in two days, and you're like, okay, I'll get some. Yeah. It's probably not the move, especially and, for if the stock is Nick Schmaltz, right? So yeah, I feel you. I, yeah, at the I same time, that. Nick Schmaltz could low key beat Tesla. <laughs> it just keeps going up. Yeah, we just got everyone's yeah. got to keep on buying. Yeah, next thing you know, he's got a hundred points at the end of the year or something stupid. All right, cool. Awesome. Thanks for listening, folks. Oh, what did uh? What did Sheldon Keefe say after after the game? The, the loss? The, the other night, Heritage yeah. The Heritage Classic, or you mean... No, no, the, the night where Matthews was obviously held up. I can't remember what he said, but he said something along the lines of use the code GOOD, good. all caps. Good I can't remember. all caps at pucklegends.ca. Right, right, that's what he For said in the press shipping. conference. Yeah. Anywhere in the world, so long as... Geopolitical tensions don't Interfere. mitigate the efficiency of the shipping. That's a better way of saying it. That's the legalese way of saying it. And that is also what you'll see on the PuckLegends.ca website. <coughs> where they make sure they're not liable for any of those problems. Yeah. In clearly distinct language. What a great site. Those guys have some fantastic shirts and designs. Okay, dudes, if you're listening to this and you like podcasts, check out the I Don't Know Much pod. Uh, just just search I Don't Know Much. It's a podcast about stuff. And um, I co-host it with a girl. <laughs> Bro, whoa. Yeah. A girl. Yeah. No way, man. All right. Anything All else? right. <laughs> no, that, that's going to be it. Okay. Use the code good. Use At it. Talklegends.ca. That's right. Alright folks, good luck in your weeks, and you'll hear from us on Thursday. Hey, peace.